Welcome to another week of the Sports Block Podcast. Nathan Stack in here, my good friend and co-host of this podcast. Travis Crins joins me. Crins, how are we doing? Very hot now. We got hot all of a sudden. It's 80 degrees today. Oh my goodness. 75 up at Fargo, but don't worry. Cold front's coming through. Lots of rain, potentially. So, uh, so, so there's that. There is I that. I think they just canceled the, the farming season. Planting season's been canceled. There's going to be... Uh, no grain this year. So. Oh, that's not no, good. No, no beans, no corn. They're just going to cancel it. Oh, that sure. is not good in the least. Not good at all. You can't you can't raise tariffs on the grains if there's no grains to raise tariffs on. Oh, oh that, that, those smart farmers. Yeah, there, there they are. And then and I hope everybody's picturing the meme of the black guy pointing to his head. So, there we go. All right, we begin with uh, the NBA lottery just got done, and the New Orleans Pelicans have won it. Uh, I guess that's fair since they're going to lose Anthony Davis, but they by no means had the best odds. Those belong to the Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks, and Phoenix Suns, who each had a 14.3% chance respectively. The Hawks were fourth. The Then I, I can't even remember where else it goes. Uh, I think the Bulls, the Bulls the Bull, oh, the Bulls were fourth, yes, and the the Hawks were fifth. Um, as it stands, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans win. I w- I was gonna cry out that the ultimate conspiracy theory w- it was if the New York Knicks or LA Lakers had won, or if they were one two, uh, because nothing good deserves to happen to the New York Knicks because they have an awful owner. And they are just a terrible team. And the NBA, quite frankly, doesn't really need the Knicks to thrive. And then the Lakers, with all their the dysfunction, they sh- uh, like if you want to give the Lakers and LeBron James the number one pick, that would have been just the worst. As it stands, though, uh, the Knicks and Lakers are 3-4. I'm not thrilled by that because the Lakers, I believe, had a 2% chance to land the top spot. Like They had less of a chance than the Timberwolves, who all oh, finish 11th. What a shock and surprise that the Minnesota Timberwolves get uh, shafted again by the, uh, by the draft process. They, they have no luck. The only time they finished number one was or when they got the number one overall pick and or moved up or stayed the same. What... Like for good reason, I guess, was when they had the best chance to land the number one overall pick, and that was Carl Anthony Towns, a few years back. So they've been around for thirty years; they've never moved up in the draft. It's so stupid. Did they move down in, the, in this one? Huh? Did they? Did they end up moving down? One spot. Yep. One spot. Just horseshit. It is. It's just like it. It's whatever the ping pong ball said. I know, but how does it happen where the Minnesota Timberwolves never move up? How, how does that? How does that happen? Just make the playoffs, and then you won't have to worry about the lottery. Well, that's true. How, that's, does, how does Cleveland get like four first round picks in ten years? That's fair. That's a fair point. So the New Orleans Pelicans. It's random. It's random. I know, but no it, there, there's no, the conspiracy no theorists have been around for years. Like the when okay, you, you can't tell me that when the Cavs uh, had the worst record and then got LeBron James with the number one overall pick that there wasn't some sort of conspiracy there. You can't tell me that. Um, so just what the odds were. I, the best odds. They won. It's not fixed. Nothing is fixed. Are you sure? Tim Donaghy might say otherwise. 
Well, that was the refereeing the game. This is the uh, lottery selection. I that, I am hard pressed to find. I am a conspiracy theorist here. I believe that the NBA lottery is rigged, but as such, New Orleans you Pelicans. Believe, okay, okay. You, you believe it's rigged, huh? Yes, I do. How? I believe in certain situations. Is it like wrestling? It's predetermined. They know what it's going to be. Like, uh, they, no, rigged? but I think like, they. How would, they rigged? They have I, all of these guys, all of these guys from the team mm-hmm. in the room watching, and the ping pong balls come up with whatever combination. Yep. And this is New Orleans. Like, how is it rigged? I Dude, if it's rigged, if it's rigged for certain teams. And you're the Timberwolves when you say, well, what the fuck about us? Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm saying, what about us? That's but ex- nobody else says that. Well, nobody is going to let them rig anything. There's All the other teams are going to sit on by while Cleveland gets the first pick. They're just going to sit on by while New Orleans gets the first pick. They're not, they're not just going to sit by while it's rigged. It's not if it was rigged. And the Lakers and the Knicks would have gotten a pick. I believe that there are too many coincidences in the NBA lottery. Like when the Bulls somehow pulled a, a magic, you know, a, a, pulled a rabbit out of their hat and, yeah, and got the number one pick, Derrick Rose, who happened to be from Chicago. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's stuff like that that just makes you really question the legitimacy of the, the process. So maybe that's where I, I want to go more. I, I question how legitimate the but NBA the is with this. not going to win every year. No, I know that. And that's evident by this year, by the fact that yeah. none of the top... Uh, the Knicks had, a, the, had the same odds as the Cavs and the Suns. They picked third. The Cavs picked fifth. The Suns picked sixth. Uh, the Lakers are fourth. The the Pelicans number one. Memphis Grizzlies number two. So yes, if like the Grizzlies, like if that would have been awful. Like, of all the teams, I was I was hoping like the, the Knicks or the Lakers would have been the most interesting to get the first pick. Right? Yes, but they don't deserve like, it. Neither deserves it. Well, whatever. It's, it's whatever happens happens. Like New Orleans, I don't care. Memphis would have been atrocious. So I'm glad they didn't get it. Would have preferred the Bulls to get it. I like the Bulls, but like the Lakers and the Knicks, that was exciting. Watching this lottery was exciting because they were there at the end. Like, oh shit, this may happen. Mm-hmm. When I came down to New Orleans, like, shit, this whatever you can go waste away in New Orleans. Like Anthony Davis is wasting away New Orleans for what six years now, just wasting away doing nothing. At least he's remaining in the southeast. He's from Spartanburg, South Carolina. I mean, the closest place it could have been, you know, if he had gone to Charlotte or Atlanta. But as such, the Pelicans win the one. I just the Lakers getting four. Just it just eats at me. I just. Who are they gonna get? The top three. We know what the top three are gonna be. Yes. Number four is gonna be like some guy from Vanderbilt. They had ever heard of this guy. Yeah. Some dude from Vanderbilt. And that's not. No a, idea this yeah. guy is. And that that's probably a good. Thing. They maybe take Cam Reddish. Maybe, maybe Mike Dom is in the mix at number four. No, yeah, I, I know, I know, yeah. I I know that that yeah, the I, Virginia guy Hunter, the guy from yep. Virginia we saw. Yep. Um, who is somebody else? Uh, this Vanderbilt guy I never heard of. Um, well, because he didn't play uh, this year, I think he got injured. The Texas Tech guy. Oh, uh, yes, uh, Culver, Jarrett Culver. Maybe like a top, no top ten, top five pick. Still, I mean, they're the Lakers kind of got boned in that. Good. I mean, they they're missing out on the top three. We know what the top three is going to be. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, it's, it's not 
them. Good. Good. Um, so, yeah, the full order, Pelicans 1, Grizzlies 2, Knicks 3, Lakers 4, Cavs 5, Suns 6, Bulls 7, Hawks 8, Wizards 9, Hawks 10, again, because of that trade last year with uh, the Mavericks for Luka Doncic. Uh, Timberwolves 11, Hornets 12, Heat 13, Celtics 14 via the Sacramento Kings. Uh, had the Knicks and Lakers been 1-2, though, I would have gone out full con- uh, full conspiracy theory on this. So I'm glad that those two organizations, once again, get screwed. So, good. But the Knicks, what, the Knicks have 1985, they won it, they've never won it since. Good. The Lakers have never won the lottery. They've well, never won it. Well, because they never really had to be in that position, right? Lakers, Lakers always make the playoffs, but this past five years, they've been trash. Good. Good. I enjoy it, and I hope it continues. I hope it continues. Speaking of the Lakers. As bad as bad as the Knicks have been, don't you think they should have won it by now? Probably. As bad as they've been? Probably. Probably. Is that I, a conspiracy that they haven't won it? Um, well, I mean, you could look at it that the other way, um, I suppose. It's, it's, it's all random. New Orleans has it. It's, yeah. Well, like, even after, you know, New Orleans, what they when they lost Chris Paul or... Or to the Clippers, and it wasn't that the year that they got the number one overall pick and got Anthony Davis. I mean, maybe like that was the year the Bobcats tanked and they got the second pick and they got Michael Kidd Gilchrist, who's awful. Yeah, like that would have been you know give Michael Jordan this great player that would have been nice. But yep. And another another thing is top two picks go to teams in the West, so the West gets more teams, gets more guys. Yep. The West gets Zion. The West gets John Moran. This more guys going to the fucking West. <sighs> it's tough. It's murderer's row there for sure. But we'll see. I mean, there could be a whole shift in the West depending on what happens with free agency, with KD. Uh, you know, there's all this theories out there that maybe the, the Rockets should trade James Harden, which is dumb. Oh. Just dumb. Um, and we'll see. Maybe, you know, the Clippers could become big-time players here landing, you know, Kawhi Leonard and stuff. And we'll get to the NBA uh, playoffs, the conference finals here in just a I, second. I would say, like, Anthony Davis, what do you do with him? I assume he's going to be there. This, he's, he's under contract for two or three more years. I bet so he's, he's there. Yeah, I think he goes somewhere. They trade him in the offseason. Three more years, he's there. Uh, or, or two more years, I guess, he's there. Like, I would personally trade him to the Knicks for the third pick and pick up R.J. Barrett. Yeah, that would. I'd say R.J. Barrett and Brian Williamson. Uh, if I'm New Orleans, I'll roll with those two folks and see what happens. And whatever else the Knicks are going to send my way. So what, so. If the, the, what if the Knicks were able to land Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving? That'd be fine. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I don't. No, I ain't going to happen. But... Uh, We'll stay with the Lakers here for a second uh, because they made head coaching news over the weekend with Frank Vogel. But it was what's interesting here is that Ty Lue was considered the favorite. Like they were negotiating a contract. The Lakers only wanted to give him three years. And Ty Lue said no. And now it kind of comes out that, yes, Vogel agreed to a three-year deal. But that Jason Kidd is an assistant uh, on the staff. And it sounds like Jason Kidd is the heir apparent Head coach. He's the head coach in waiting. Remember, he used to coach the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. He was a former great with the with the New Jersey Nets. Uh, 
I wasn't, I guess, aware of the domestic violence issues or the, the DUI issues that were against him. If And with that being said, the Lakers, it, with all the dysfunction, have made a this situation, I guess, far more worse and dysfunctional. They look tone deaf here. Uh, or they just look stupid, I guess. I mean, if if they think that there was going to be an uproar with Jason Kidd being the head coach now, and then, and they think, oh, every, we're just going to sweep it under the rug, and three years from now, nothing's, no one's going to remember. That's dumb. The Lakers are a, a dumb organization right now, and if that's what they're trying to pull, then to hell with them. To hell. If they want Jason Kidd as the coach, then just make him the goddamn coach. Right. They right. obviously, they obviously want him. They just make him the fucking coach. Frank Vogel, a fine coach. Tyron Lue won a title. It's fine. Make him the coach if he's your guy. Don't make him a goddamn assistant coach. That's ridiculous. And it, it, it's just, it, don't you think that the whole thing, given what is uh, occurring with Jason Kidd, like I said, those, uh, you know, the the DWI or the DUI and the. And the and the charges like don't you think that that like, if people if they thought that people would get up in arms about it that I mean they're they're, they're going to try and pull a fast one in a few years and that that's just stupid that that's I I like it I don't think they're concerned about that because that was you know, years and years ago Milwaukee he was fine at Milwaukee I just think if, if he's not an assistant coach he's a head coach I mean Tyron Lue. There's no reason to take that job. It's like, I'm the coach. I don't want another guy who's a head coach mm-hmm. as my assistant. Because he's going to be, that's all the talk is going to be. They get off to a bad start. They're going to fire him and give Jason Kidd the job. Just make him the coach. Like, LeBron goes through so many coaches. It's ridiculous. Because he's uncoachable. Bit, but it's like, wherever he goes, coach doesn't last very long. There's no reason to get rid of Luke Walton. He's fine. Yeah. No reason to get rid of David Black. He was fine. Didn't make a difference. Ty Lue, they won the, the title. They, I think the coach made a hell of a difference. Coach doesn't matter. The coach is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't get the first pick. Not getting Anthony Davis probably. We'll see what they do, but I don't know. They, they didn't make the playoffs this year. Should be better next year, assuming LeBron is healthy. But we'll see what happens if he's healthy or not. And I don't know. That's not a guarantee they're making the playoffs next year. No. We'll see. I mean, there's no guarantee I mean, the that Orleans, they can... If New Orleans keeps that together, they could jump up there. Yep. We'll see. And we don't know... They, if the Lakers think they're going to be you know, a destination for free agents this offseason, I think L.A. is a destination for several free agents like Kawhi Leonard. But they would go to the Clippers. I think the Clippers have a much better chance of landing the... So, uh, like a couple of big name free agents than the Lakers do right now, because the Lakers don't don't appear to have any sort of idea as to how they want to run their organization. I think that would be accurate. I'd take Kawhi Leonard um, to the Clippers would make the most sense. Yep. Go back home. I Open think. With Let's see what I think. Tur- I think Toronto's got a great chance to keep Kawhi Leonard, but. We'll see. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it made a difference whether they won that series or not. 
people are saying did it or didn't. I don't think it mattered if they won that series, whether he's coming back or not. Like, I don't think it should matter. Like either like he, he probably's got his mind made up. He would he would assume. Am I coming back here or at the very least if he's staying with Toronto? Yeah. He knows if he wants to stay or not. If he wants to stay, he's gonna stay. If he wants to go to the Clippers, Lakers, wherever, he gets the pick. I mean Paul George shocked everyone when he re signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I think the odds of Leonard signing with Toronto aren't great, but with every series win, every step they closer they get to the NBA Finals, I think that certainly increases their chances of being able to keep him. Because if you look at the East, and this will undoubtedly change between now and August 31st, but when you look at this, you know, you have Boston. Well, they are a monumental disappointment so far. And who knows what is going on there. You know, Kyrie Irving most likely going to leave. Does that make the Celtics a better team? I don't know. Uh, I think so. The Philadelphia 76ers, we don't know what's going on there. Like, they're most likely going to be able to keep Jimmy Butler. But can Joel Embiid stay healthy? Can Ben Simmons, you know, develop a jump shot? I'm going to say no to the latter for sure. I don't know about Embiid's health. Uh, so, I mean, they're right there in the mix. And then, of course, you have Milwaukee with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's phenomenal. So they're going to be the cream of the crop in the East for a while, one would think. But I don't think it... I think Toronto is undoubtedly a top-four team. If Kawhi stays there, they might be the, a, a top-two team because I think there's more uncertainty with Boston and Philadelphia... And again, I don't know what else is going to happen. You know what the Knicks might be able to do. Maybe the Nets can land someone. Um, but as it stands right now, Toronto is a top two or three team in the East, without question. With Kawhi, wherever he goes, the Lakers or the Clippers, I can't say the same thing. Especially because the the West is so difficult. So why wouldn't you play the odds? And stay in the East. I guess if I were if I were Kawhi Leonard, if I were in his mind, that's where I would be looking at. Don't you think? The goal is to win a title and get to the finals. You go to the East. Yes. That's why LeBron went to the West. He's done. Yep. I don't think he's making a final. I don't think he's a contender ever again. Again, I've said this many times. Yep. His decision to go west to the Lakers that was the end of his competitive basketball career for championships. Yep. You want to win a championship? Should have went to Philadelphia. Talking would have went there. He'd be in the finals in about two weeks right now. Yes. Be Philadelphia and Golden State. Kevin Durant. We'll see where he goes. A lot of people don't think he's coming back. I don't think it matters for Golden State. They'll still be the favorites. And if he's not there, well, they're going to sign somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they're fine without him. Uh, Kawhi, Clippers, where else? We'll see. I, I don't just, think Kyrie Irving. I don't think Kyrie Irving is a number one guy. No, he had his chance. He's two years with with Boston. He wanted to be the guy. Maybe he's the guy that goes to the Lakers. Uh, we'll see. But he's not a number one guy. No. I don't know what happened. Uh, great player, but he's like Cleveland. They didn't tear it up when it was just him. Right. Before LeBron got there, and that team wasn't very good. They didn't have Kevin Love. That was a bad team. Well, he, he got, he got all, stupid I mean, with he, the whole earth is flat, flat sort of deal. And he's an idiot. So, 
Fuck Kyrie Irving. Yep. Um, Clay Thompson's not going anywhere. I think, like, Kemba Walker, I think he's a guy. Yes. Like, he's like a number two guy. Mm-hmm. Like, would he go to Golden State? Would he go to the Lakers? Where is Where I, would Kemba Walker go? Does he's not a number one. He's like a great number three on a championship team. But he's also, he could be a number two guy. He, you know, get you 25 points a game. Good player. Well, isn't player. The, the Hornets would have to trade him, right? Because he's under contract with them. Oh, what do you got here? I th- didn't he just sign a deal last year? I'm pretty sure he did. Uh-oh. The other Tobias Harris is out there, um, and Jimmy Butler. So we'll see what happens with those guys. Kemba Walker. What do we have here? Da, da, da. I mean, there's also Kemba Boogie. Walker, he is. No, he's a free agent. I guess. Yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, I thought he had signed. I, for whatever reason, I thought he had signed with them, but maybe. It's like 2014, I guess, he signed a four-year extension. And I guess that's up. He was paid $12 million, which is a goddamn bargain nowadays. Yeah. So, he's out there. Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler. DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, I would hope Boogie re-signs with Golden State because we never really got to see him and, yeah. and Golden State in that... Uh, you know, just just the spectacle that would be. And if I'm Kevin Durant, I don't know why I would ever go to the to the Knicks. If you want to go to New York, go with go to the Brooklyn Nets because they have a far better future than the Knicks do. Yes, because it's odd that the two New York LA teams, it's the number two team that makes more sense to go right somewhere else. So, yeah. um, D'Angelo Russell is a free agent. I bet the, I bet the Nets resign him. It's not, it's not looking like a great trade for Lakers right now. They got Kyle Kuzma, who's good. But I went through this a while ago. If they don't trade D'Angelo Russell, they keep him. They don't have Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. That means they don't have to draft Lonzo Ball. Is not very good. They could have taken somebody else into the Lonzo Ball in that draft a couple of years ago. So you want Lonzo Ball and Kuzma, or you want D'Angelo Russell? And everything else, else they were picked. I would have taken D'Angelo Russell and yep. whoever else. Yep. So. Nope. I agreed. So we'll see. I mean, we'll be able to talk NBA free agency as the summer progresses here. Um, but we do have basketball still to be played. The Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. Uh, Western Conference Finals are beginning. They are currently on right now. It's the Portland Trail Blazers. I'm sorry, they took out your Denver Nuggets against the. Uh, Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant not playing the game La- one. The Lakers, the Lakers could have had Jason Tatum instead. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Jason that. Tatum went free to Boston. But you want Jason Tatum and D'Angelo Russell, or do you want Ball and Kuzma? Uh, I'll, take oh, t- I'll take Tatum and Russell every day. Every day. Oh, that's a very tough decision. Lakers screwed the pooch on that. Good, good. Keep screwing the pooch. <laughs> um, keep making bad decisions. Keep making bad Terrible. decisions. Um... But as far as the the finals go, Kevin Durant not playing uh, against Portland in Game One. Uh, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum are ridiculous. C.J. McCollum had a great Game Seven against Denver. Sorry, they took out your Nuggets and, and Jokic. I do think that the NBA has lucked out with this series. Not like people were going to watch regardless with Golden State, but Portland's a far more intriguing 
team because of the stars that Damian Lillard, Lillard and CJ McCollum are, Damian Lillard especially, than Denver. Denver has Jokic, but I mean, there's, there's just not a whole lot of national intrigue, I think, for Denver. There's slightly more for Portland, so I think the NBA did luck out on the West. First round ratings were bad. Second round was very good with Houston, Golden State, and yep. a game seven. Uh, I think for the playoffs now, they're only 4% worse than last year, so they're getting pretty good. And if they get them, what, it was a sweep last year in the final, so they get Milwaukee and Golden State go six or seven, then I think overall they're going to be even or maybe even better than last year, which was would have been hard considering how bad the first round was. Yep. Like, Portland's fine. I mean, it would have made a much of a difference that way. It's probably as good as they could have done uh, with, with the bracket. No I doubt. I would say probably wins in six. Yep. Milwaukee probably wins in six. So, I mean, Milwaukee, I think mean, I mean, Milwaukee's got a legitimate chance to win. That, as is Charles Barkley. You, you, I, I don't think Grant plays this series. Like, if it's 2-2, maybe, but if it's 3-0 or 2 nothing. I, th- I wouldn't play him. I think it totally depends on where they're oh, at. Where, where they're at. I'd say if he miss, if they lose uh, Tuesday night here, game one, then I think there's a better chance you see him in game two. Um, I think it, to- it just depends on how the series is playing. If they win game one, they're not going to play him game two. They win game two. They're not going to play him game three. They're going to keep riding this out until they lose it, and they, and, until they absolutely have to. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, like, you know, are they better without him? Like, no, you would rather have Durant. Mm-hmm. But they, but potential, they're still fine. They're still a favorite without him. You know, they had their great season without him. They haven't had a season that, I mean, it's, Curry has had a bad playoffs, and he stepped it up in the second half. But he's got a dislocated finger, too. I think we have to keep that in con- to consideration. He did? Yeah, it's Curry. Yeah. And now with, you know, Cousins is out. Yep. Durant is out. Uh, if Curry, you know, rolls an ankle, I mean, he just got old for an injury, because other than that, you know... Yep, they, I mean they—they they aren't invincible at home this year. We've seen that. Uh, with uh, I, I, I don't think their run is done. I think they're. What are they? This one would make number four. Yep. I think they win six. I think they win two more. Uh, they're going to have to keep the core together for sure. Um, yeah. And I mean, if KD resigns with them, if if Boogie resigns, then yeah. I mean, once again, it doesn't matter what happens. You may as well just pencil the Warriors in as. Your 2019 or 2020 uh, champions, maybe maybe Milwaukee can push them. Uh, as for the Eastern Conference, I I agree with you. I, I'm going to take more, one more West. Though. I think it's interesting. Houston, what, what are they going to do? I mean, they're the best team, not named Golden State. Right. Harden's great. Chris Paul's getting older. They they just cannot beat Golden State. They just can't do it. and They probably never will. So. Well, I, I thought they were going to win Game Six, but they didn't. Well, what? Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, they have to add another guy. They have to add one more legitimate number one guy. All the things we've been talking about, they have to like a Kimball Walker. They have to add another guy if they want to change. 
Do they have that and ability, though, that financial flexibility? I think they'll make it work whatever, however and whatever they have to do to make it work, they'll make it work. They'll finagle. It is ridiculous Golden State can have all these guys. It is ridiculous. It, it, the Golden State yeah. Warriors are just like the New England Patriots. The guys are smart. They're not taking the max salary here. They're yeah. they're being strategic with it. The only difference between New England and Golden State is that Golden State's getting all the stars. New England isn't, but their biggest star is taking less money. He said said as much on Jimmy Kimmel recently. You know that's how you, that's being smart. If you really want to win championships, no one's ever going to fault you if you want to take 140 million versus 100 million because that 40 million dollars you'll never be able to make up again. But if you want to win championships consistently, if you're willing to sacrifice that money, then that is totally worth it for you. I mean, and that's what the Warriors have done. That's what KD. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and the whole rest of the group, that's what they've done. They also make a lot of money on the shoe contracts. Absolutely. It's not more money with the shoe contracts than their actual playing contracts. They're making boatloads of money there. So when you see them making $30 million, just double that for whatever they're making from Adidas or Nike. So they're making $50, $60 million a year for that. So good for them. Yep. Just look, I'm going to... Before we okay, looking at the the number one picks and the conspiracies and all this stuff. Like when when was the last time a team got a number one pick and that was like the game changer? Because very you know we know very few teams win an NBA title. Yep, it's only a couple teams. Well, LeBron James. When was the last? Yeah, when was like the last time? It rarely happens where the team that gets the number one pick they may get a great player, but rarely does that translate into titles. If DeAndre Ayton last year had a good rookie year, Marquez Fultz will go down as one of the worst picks of all time. Now, now, will he be worse than Tristan Thompson? Um, Anthony Bennett? Or Anthony Bennett, yeah. Did I say Tristan Thompson? I meant Anthony Bennett, yeah. yeah. I think Fultz will be better. Anthony Bennett was pretty bad. He might be number one. But Fultz could be a strong number two. Dan Ben Simmons, who's nice. He's not a number one championship guy and then right. Philadelphia's nice to watch but he's not it Tony Towns wasted away in Minnesota Wiggins in Cleveland no Anthony Bennett's dog shit Anthony Davis is he's, he's been a great player they haven't won a goddamn thing Kyrie Irving was pretty good if you want to go back that far I'll give you Kyrie Irving um John Wall's been fine they haven't done anything Blake Griffin Derrick Rose Odin Andrea Bargnani for Toronto, Bogut, Howard, LeBron James, Cleveland. Like the last 15 years, it's been LeBron, and I guess maybe Kyrie Irving because LeBron. But other than LeBron James, I don't know if there's anybody there that you can say that person right there. Like your number one pick, and there's been some all-stars and Hall of Famers among them. Mm -hmm. But, you know. I mean, Golden State, you look at all their guys, they drafted all of them that was, they weren't, you know, number one picks. So. Well, and, and arguably, Golden State has the Timberwolves to thank for their success because the Timberwolves were dumb enough to pass on Steph Curry not once, but twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, so there is some luck involved. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, like, you look at Oklahoma City. I mean, I don't think any team has hit home runs like Oklahoma City did. Right. I mean, that three Hall of Fame players like that. Bam, bam, bam. Wait, I mean, who, that, who's that the third? Up. Who's the third? 
Harden, Westbrook, and Durant. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, Harden. I mean, that. if they could have kept them together, they probably wouldn't something there, but yep. that's unprecedented, I think. Yep, agreed. Uh, Eastern Conference side, I think, no, without question, the Philadelphia 76ers would have been a better draw. But you still have Kawhi Leonard and, you know, Toronto Raptors, they're a very good team. That shot by Kawhi and really the the, the pictures after it, the photos of him looking and Kawhi or uh, Joel Embiid looking, that's iconic. The guys swarming around Kawhi Leonard, iconic photos that we will, you know, that you really see, like, you'll remember those forever. But that shot in particular, the way it was able to hit the rim four times and drop, truly amazing. Uh, what did you was there an exclamation coming from you uh when uh when that shot went down i didn't see it live i I didn't see any of that game when i come back sunday night like 10 30 um i you know go to espn.com and check stuff and i saw he made this shot to win the game i already made a shot good for him then i see the shot like wow that's that's pretty impressive Right. Yeah, that's an all-timer. Yeah, had Lillard shot there a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. to take out the Thunder. Yeah, that was fun. And, um, I mean, that's, that's never happened before, a Game 7 winner, buzzer beater. Yeah. Unbelievable of all the Game 7s that have ever happened. There's never been uh, one like that. So, hell of a shot. Bounce, just the silence. That second of frozen silence. Yeah, what, probably close to 20,000 people in there. Yep. Shooting it, it bounces, it bounces up, it bounces again, bounces on the other side. That second or two of nothingness. That That's that's the big thing I took away. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I was trying to follow along because I was, uh, you know, and I see on ESPN.com, they have it 92.88. So I don't get the whole buzz and everything. They had 92.88 of final. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, Philadelphia obviously missed. Toronto got fouled. They made a couple free throws, to win the game. Then I come back home and I, or I, wherever I was, uh, I I turn on TNT later, and then I see this. And I'm like, okay, so ESPN screwed up the score. I mean, that that's insane. So my reaction was far different because I was provided the wrong score by ESPN there at the time. Uh, but it's just insane. I think Toronto will give Milwaukee a bit of a, a run for their money, but Milwaukee's just too damn good, and they will win this series. So I will take Milwaukee and Golden State, but I'm very hesitant because it totally depends on if KD plays, if they need him to. Um, I think so. Milwaukee's great. Yes, Milwaukee is like, railroad. They have railroaded everybody this year. Yep. They beat Boston. Nobody thought saw that coming. People thought they may win, but I didn't think they'd win five. That went four in a row. They're they're impressive. So yeah. they're they're I mean they're really good. I did I didn't see this coming at all. Uh, I think I did, didn't year. I? Didn't I have Milwaukee up pretty high? I I you know you Philadelphia and Boston and Toronto, but Milwaukee may be like a four for me. But I don't know where the hell they came from. But they're a deep team. They got a guy, they got Giannis, he's a dude, and they got a bunch of other guys around him, you know, they got, uh, uh, who's the other guy, Bloodsalt, you got Chris Middleton, they're a very deep team, Golden State's not very deep, 
I don't think it'll beat. I don't think the ratings will top last year, though. Not. Like, I don't think Giannis has that star power, that drawing ability that LeBron James has. He's close, but he's not there yet. But I think he's got the killer instinct that LeBron never had. Oh yes. Yep. I think he's got that. Yep. Which LeBron? That's the one thing that LeBron. That's the one thing that he was missing. He's second greatest of all time. He didn't have that killer instinct of... If he had that Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan in him, mm-hmm. then he maybe been the best. But he didn't have it. And I think Giannis has that. And I think it would be good for the league if he were to win. I would, I would agree with that. No, no doubt about it. Um, any other thoughts on the NBA playoffs? I haven't caught much of it. Second round was... I, my Nuggets, I mean, you got to win that game. What are they up? 17? Yeah. First half at home, game seven. You got to win that, Nuggets. You got to win that. So I was open, though. Kind of had them penciled in there. Before the Western Conference Finals and early on. and They had a good run. They surprised everybody. So yeah, they got a young team. Hopefully they can... I don't know who wants to go to Denver or how they make that next year. Oh, yeah, well, we haven't heard the last of them by any stretch. Um, Carolina and Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL or the Stanley Cup playoffs. San Jose versus St. Louis in the Western Conference Finals. I can't tell you how like just it's it it just doesn't interest me a whole hell of a lot. But do you have any thoughts on those playoffs? I hope it's Carolina. I wanted Carolina if Colorado had beaten San Jose because I wanted an all-Mother Nature World Stanley Cup final. I, would, I want the Sharks. I want the Hurricanes. It's probably going to be Boston. Boston and the Sharks? Uh, St. Louis, St. Louis split with the Sharks in San Jose taking game two Monday night. So I would say the odds are maybe more likely in favor of St. Louis at this point. But uh, if... Gonna be, St. Louis, maybe, yeah, that's something different. They were at one point last in the Western Conference this season with 34 points. Really? And now they are on the verge of the Stanley Cup final. It's it's insane. Okay. We'll get Marcus on here uh, in a little bit to uh, talk a little bit more about the NHL playoffs. Uh, I do have I do have a quiz for you. Uh, do you want to take this quiz now or later? Right now. All right. Edwin Jackson just got traded. Again, the pitcher, uh, he just got traded to the Toronto Blue Jays. I saw, I was going to click on this article a few days ago because I know he's played for half the fucking teams. Yeah, 14 teams to be exact. So nearly half of the teams in Major League Baseball have at one point employed Edwin Jackson. (laughs) I want you to name the 14 teams. You do not have to name the years, but the years are... If, if you want to, be my guest. Who did, who did, who did they sign with? Uh, he got traded to Toronto. He traded Toronto. He was with uh, Oakland last year. I got a pretty good chance of naming a lot of teams here because yep. well, it's happened. Right. Um, he was with Oakland last year, did well. Yep. I think he threw a no-hitter with Arizona way back 100 years ago. Yep, he was with Arizona. Um, he never been with the Twins. I think he's been with the White Sox. He has. Uh, I think it was with the Yankees. No, he was not. 
Yankees. No Yankees. Um, At least not in the article that I saw. Angels? No. Jesus Christ. Um, Washington? Yes, he had two stints with the Nationals. San Diego? Yes. Dodgers? Yes, they were the team that drafted him. Cardinals? Yes. Cubs? Yes. They got nine. Uh, I got eight here. Oh, well, yeah, I gave you Toronto, so yeah, nine. We got four left? Uh, uh, five left. Five left. Um, Colorado? No. Miami? Yes. Other ones would be guesses. Okay. Point. Well, so uh, we'll go. We'll go in. Uh, Detroit. Detroit would be my final one. Yes. Yep. He was there. Do you want to go in reverse chronological order or start with the team that initially got him? I know he was with Arizona early. Was he with the Dodgers early? You said. Yes, he was drafted. Go in order. Okay. Go Yeah. Okay. So he he was drafted by the Dodgers in 2001. From what I could tell, he spent uh, 2001 to 2006 with them. He was with the Rays in 2000, from 2006 to 2008, then was traded to the Tigers, and, and he was with them in 2008-2009. He was with Arizona in 2009-2010. He was with Chicago in 2010 and 2011. Also, then it was with the Cardinals. He got traded to the Cardinals in 2011, so he spent time there. In 2012, he made his first stop with the Washington Nationals. Then from 20. 2013 to 2015 was with the Chicago Cubs. 2015 was traded to the Braves. Then I see here, what, uh, 2016 he was with the Miami Marlins and the San Diego Padres. With the Baltimore Orioles in 2017 and then went made another uh, return to the Washington Nationals 2017-2018. Oakland A's 2018-2019 and now currently a Toronto Blue Jay. Uh, so there you have it. Travels and life at Edwin Jackson. For him, my advice for him, Stack, you know what my advice for him is? Don't buy a house. Rent. Don't Rent. buy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He threw five, he threw five innings for Baltimore, 10 for the Marlins, 24 for Atlanta, 73 for the Padres, 78 for the Cardinals, 92 for Oakland. Uh, Tampa Bay is his top 380. So hopefully he plays for Toronto. I'm looking at his baseball reference page. It's um, 19 years old is when he started. And it's not like he's ever... He's, he's had a couple of good years. He was good last year. But it's not like he's been a good pitcher. At what point do you... Uh, at what point do you think your confidence is like, oh my gosh, no team wants me? Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that know, play with you mentally a little bit? Especially these last three or four years have not been good. And but he's still kicking around and a starter. I think he went to the bullpen for bits, and then now he's a star. He's been a starter for the most part, and like he's not been good. He's not been good, but he's still around. Well, how much do you think he'd make? Career salary? A few hundred. What? Uh, I will say he's made two hundred fifty million. That's less than that. Less than that? Okay. How about $180 million? 78 
Oh, wow, that's way... We yeah. rounded up 80 million. We'll call it 80 million. Wow. It's cheap by today's standards. Yeah, $80 million. So good work, I guess, if you can get it. He's been around since 03, so it's at 16 years he's been around. He's still only 35. The dawn of time. 35 years old. I hope he plays five more years. Hope he plays 10 more years. Hope he plays for 20 teams. I think it'd be great. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, the Minnesota Twins uh, split with the Tigers and then lost the first game of their series with the Angels. I'm not going to lie, friends. This is this is the time when you need the Twins to really put the hammer down and show team or like show the rest of Major League Baseball that they are indeed for real. You can't be splitting with a terrible team like the Tigers. You got to take these wins uh, against the Angels. Um, because Corey Kluber is inevitably going to come back for the Indians, so you need to build that cushion up as lo- as big as you can. Is there any cause for concern from this last week with the Twins? I mean, they did sweep the Blue Jays, so that's good. But then coming off that, been mildly disappointing. Michael Pineda is not good, so anytime he pitches, that's bad. Yeah, to go with Dallas Keuchel, or I've even I even saw something I think today that. Uh, they could potentially be a destination for Madison Bumgarner. Sure. They, they needed to get another pitcher in there. Uh, Cole Stewart got called up. He's another guy you don't expect to, uh, to win a game, but he, he had a spot start, and he, he was good enough to win. So, and Brios did not pitch well last night. Twins are at 4 nothing. They're at 4-3 in the seventh, so they close things down. And they're fine. They're 3 and a half at Cleveland. Cleveland can't score. They have the worst offense in baseball. Nope. Uh, besides, no. Miami. Miami. Yeah, I was going to say Miami um, is uh, historically yeah. bad. But they're not trying to win. So Cleveland's trying to win here. They're putting out a major league lineup. They just can't score. Um, so I, I, I'm Twins, I have no problem with them. I mean, they had their opportunities against Detroit. The runners in a scoring position, they just couldn't get that big hit that they needed. So there's a lot of home runs, but their batting average with runners in scoring position is not great right now. That needs to get better. So it's good that they're as good as they are with our improvements that can happen. Uh, Nelson Cruz hurt his wrist. He's fine. Hopefully maybe just be out here three, four days, maybe come back this weekend. I think that things are fine. Things are fine. Cleveland, once they get that offense going, I mean, they they don't concern me. They can't score at all. So, right. The twins, twins. Mitch Garver, the catcher, is he is like eighth. Oh, they're or ninth home run tonight. I mean, he's been unbelievable. All of the, their the catchers catcher. have been great. All yes, of the catchers. The catcher. I think they've fifteen home runs already. Twins catchers are one of the best positions in all of baseball, just with their production. So, I mean, last night they had all three in the lineup. One was a DH. One was a catcher. And uh, I think Ostadio played third base. So they put them all three out there, and yeah, Mitch Garver's got to be in the lineup every day. Mm-hmm. There's a catcher with DH. The way he's hitting the ball, so yeah, things things are going well. Um, yeah, dropped a couple games to Detroit. That's no good. So they play Seattle this weekend out there, and Seattle has really shit the bed. Yep. In the last month, got off to that great start. Um, had like a five nothing comeback last night, but they lost twenty one of twenty eight. So uh, there's still only two games under, but they've now kind of come Flat back line. to the pack. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, Twins. I think that division is not not good, and Cleveland they just can't score. So, and then that's continue here for forty games. Right. And then and Buxton, he continues to lead the league in doubles. I think he's figured it out finally. So this is this is much needed. So no, he should be back probably next week. So we'll see what changes are made there. But Buxton doing good. Snow back next week. You need a pitcher or two. Would, would Miguel but, Sano be trading bait for a pitcher? Maybe, but I would keep him. Okay. Like either he's going to come back and do well. If that's the case, you want to keep him. Or he comes back and does shitty. In that case, he has no trade value. So I'm keeping him here. Okay. Um, and Madison Bumgarner, I think he's going to be like the big prize for uh, the trade deadline. Like, he's, he's not nearly as good as he used to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's okay now. Like, he's, like, okay now. So, I mean, we'll see what happens if a change of scenery helps him. And he was hurt a lot of last year. But Keiko's out there. The draft is June 3rd, three weeks away. So, once the draft is done, that draft pick with Keiko and Kimball go away. So, then they'll be signed fairly quickly there. I agree. And so, I think the Twins will be in the running for one of them. That would be nice. Um, that would be nice to get to. If you get Dallas Keuchel, that would be phenomenal. That would be very good. That'd be good. If you could get him, so um, yeah, they're fine. It's just because it, they don't need any more offense. Their offense is fine. Yes. So be all about pitching and adding, uh, maybe you know another bullpen guy or preferably a starter, uh, trading some guys. So we'll see. The I mean, there's uh. Yeah. D. Gordon's brother, Nick Gordon, is in AAA now. My Johnson scope at second base has done very good. So we'll see. He's the guy I committed to be traded. One of their better prospects who was a year or two ago was worth a lot more. He really struggled in the second half of last year, but he's doing well now. So we'll see if that's maybe the most reasonable trading ship that they have without getting rid of one of their top, top guys. Cubs are hot right now. Um, they're playing very well. Um, any other baseball notes that we need to get to from this last week? Bryce Harper's not doing well. Good. So, again, it's like, why things we were talking about in the offseason, why are we paying him $300 million? He's, not, he's doing fine. He's like, he can shoot 30. Long base is good, but he's not doing what you need a guy that makes $30 million a year to do. So, uh, Boston's getting better. Chris Sale is now back to being Chris Sale. What do you have? 17, 16 strikeouts tonight in seven innings. So he was he's back to what he was after a bad month. So, I mean, that AL East, that, that should be very good. Yes, it will. Follow it along. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s got off to a terrible start in his first home run tonight. But other than that, he's not done anything. So we'll wait and see with it. We'll have three, four, four more months of baseball talk here. Uh, it'll be baseball thank talk God, heavy, heavy baseball talk throughout the summer. Uh, Tiger, are you taking Tiger of the field at the PGA Championship this weekend at Bethpage? Black. Field. I hope Tiger wins, but uh, yeah, Justin Thomas is out for this one. Uh, but uh, yeah. 
should be fun. Uh, looking forward to I it. I don't like I don't like the Donald Trump stuff. That's why I like I want to like Tiger Woods, but well, like I don't like that he's friends with Trump. Well, but I mean, if it's the congression, like the the congressional medal of honor, right? I mean, it's the highest award you can like give to I'm a citizen. Him, I'm saying thanks, but I'll come and get that when there's somebody else new here two years from now. Maybe there won't be. Like Alex, well, then, then we're fucked. But Alex Cora didn't go there with the with the Red Sox. A couple other guys didn't go. Because so. of the Puerto Rico hurricane deal, which makes absolute sense. So I applaud him and the players that didn't go for that. Yep. So that, that's a whole other topic we can talk a lot about. Yep. At another time, but yeah. Uh, I think the Preakness is this weekend. Not that anyone is cares. It? I think, maybe. Um, if that's the case, go horsies. Um, uh, PGA is on what, NBC or CBS? What, what CBS. It on? CBS. Is it on CBS? Yep, and they, they've, they've split it with TNT. I don't know if TNT's doing anything this year because of basketball. Yeah, I would yeah. I would guess they are. Um, conference finals are good, yeah, because you aren't playing the the conference finals until at night. So I would think for two days, it would just be Friday and Sunday. And Sunday's going to be just yeah in the morning. But EJ's not going to be doing any of that coverage. So, um, all right. Anything else before we say so long? Did you see the bad news of the day? Uh, what? Oh, Garrett Bradbury signed with the Vikings. That's good news. No, the bad news. Well, what's the bad news? Christian got cut. That sucks. Oh, because they signed Geno Smith? Yes. Well, I hope he lands somewhere else. He's too good not to get on with the team. Well, I'm glad I didn't order my Seattle Seahawks Taron Christian jersey. So. Uh, Macy Miller, hopefully she makes it. What, that season starts here in a couple of weeks? Yep. We've got preseason games going on now. Yeah, we'll have a full WNBA season preview here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. They're in Minnesota early on in the year uh, for one of two visits to Minnesota. I think it's on a Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah probably a month. So, uh, Minnesota, what do they call it? The state of hockey? Yes, they do. Uh, there's some team in Aberdeen, some in whatever the hell they call it in Aberdeen that's going for whatever championship they're doing in Aberdeen, junior league hockey or whatever. So, so whatever that is. They're doing well. More importantly, though, Sioux Falls Stampede, which, oh, you know, um, Clark Cup. They're in their team. Yeah, Clark Cup, uh, what, USHL, legitimate hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're up 2 nothing in the uh, championship against Chicago. That's out of five. Very good. So, uh, they won it twice. This will be their third title. Probably going to win it. So, good day. Good for the Stampede. Absolutely. I went, to, I went to the game there a few weeks ago. At the end of the regular season, good crowd. They get good crowds there. Yes, so they do. So, so that's good. They support the hockey. So uh, they're probably going to win a, uh, a championship this weekend in Chicago. Well, good luck to the Stampede for sure, and yeah, hopefully they do bring home that next championship. Uh, anything else? Should be it, I believe. All it's right. Going to be hot. Going to rain this weekend. Going to rain next Tuesday. We're going to get a ton of rain, so it'll be hot. It's going to be rainy. Good. Good. It's exactly what we want. Exactly what we want. All right. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you later. All right. We'll see you later.
Travis Crins joining us here, Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate his time. As always, uh, you can find this podcast available on on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block. Follow me on Twitter at Andy Stacken, Facebook Nathan Stacken. A link to the podcast posted middle to later part of each week. I'm still gonna call conspiracy on the NBA lottery thing. I mean, I get that the Lakers and the Knicks haven't won it, and thank goodness they weren't. But still, you get three and four. I mean. The Lakers, especially. But I'm, I'm glad that with LeBron James, they did not win the number one pick. That's great. Glad the Knicks didn't do it because they didn't get... Because um, they don't deserve it. But uh, either way, yes. Plenty interesting stuff going on. Of course, the Western Conference Finals, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and the, you got the NHL playoffs, uh, the Stanley Cup final, or Stanley Cup playoffs going on as well. Uh, and we will be talking more about that with our good friend Marcus Traxler. From the Mitchell Daily Republic, he's going to join us next here with some thoughts on that, and we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Again, follow us on iTunes, uh, or find us on iTunes, Sports Block Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Andy Stacken, Facebook, Nathan Stacken. Marcus Traxler, Mitchell Daily Republic. Thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs so far as we see who will make it to the Stanley Cup final. That's next here. This is the Sports Block Podcast. Continuing here on the Sports Block Podcast, here to give our uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs its rightful due. Pleased to be joined by my friend from the Mitchell Daily Republic, Marcus Traxler. Marcus, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Stack, and how are you? Good, good. The, the uh, conference finals are upon us in both the NBA and the NHL. <laughs> the NHL uh, playoffs, you know what? Apart from Boston, I just... I mean, there's just no real uh, perennial, I guess, uh, obviously Boston is the uh, one of the original six, but there's just not a whole lot of intrigue from any of these teams, up, maybe upside uh, the Carolina with, uh, you know, some of their stars and, and whatnot, but uh, it's it's been very difficult to really have a horse in this race. I think I said that last week. Um and these conference finals, I think, will prove to be no more, no less challenging. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Um, I think that um, you know each of these teams has its own little storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Boston's maybe the one team that has uh, the most experience being at this stage. But you've got the Hurricanes, your new coach this year, a bunch of jerks, all the stuff that they've sort of leaned into during this season. Complete surprise team. You know, St. Louis, uh, you know, dead dead to rights in, in December and had to make a march back. Uh, so even making the playoffs was pretty impressive. And you got San Jose, who's got kind of these crusty uh, veterans that we've had before. They're not a stranger to the playoffs, but they are. I think this is the fifth time they made the the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And I think they have one, one uh, Stanley Cup appearance to show for it. So, um, you know, they each have their own, their own uh, storyline. I think it is just hard to to catch fire with. I mean, there's just not, there isn't a superstar that you could j- definitely point to on any of these teams. St. Louis has Tarasenko, but even, you know, to a certain extent, he's not um, the household name. Jaden Schwartz is a, is a great player, but that, you know, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people know who Brent Burns is for San Jose. People know who Joe Thornton is, and they have those sorts of players, but I don't think that's something that resonates nationally. Nope. And, uh, you know, Boston's most popular player is is known for being an asshole. So, uh, in Brad Marchand. <laughs> yep. So that's uh, 
you know, that's maybe the one thing they've got going for them, and it's not not a real positive. I mean, they've got guys we've heard of. We've heard of Tuka Rask. We've heard of Zanino Charo. We've heard of, uh, you know, a bunch of these guys. But, yep. um, you know, in, in a lot of ways, uh, they're not a, a terribly likable team. Speaking of the asshole, he uh, was at it again game two against Carolina. Uh drawing a penalty and I think it what was it against Grant Williams or something for Carolina it just he didn't deserve the penalty Williams didn't by any stretch I mean Marchand was clearly in the wrong and yet he doesn't nothing happens to him um at some point the the these little shenanigans and the bullshit that he's pulling it just the NHL should step in I, I wish they would um and say, like, hey, play the game the right way or just get out. Um, and, again, he kind of rubbed me the wrong way with the whole press conference deal after their series clinching win in Game 6 against Columbus. And he's, you know, between that and these little antics and whatnot, it, it's just it's not helping matters by any stretch. But I wish the NHL would do something about it. I don't know if they can, but I wish they would. Yeah, and and I would I would generally agree with you. I just don't know what you would do. Right. You, know, you you should uh, you know suspension should be on the table. I'm sure he's been suspended in the playoffs before because uh, it's not coming to my mind right now. But given his reputation, I'm sure it's it's happened previously. So what yep. would be the bar? You know, if you, if you consider him and in the, the NHL, you know, we haven't really probably talked about this in in our time doing this, but they, they draw these little delineations between one penalty and the next. You know, a penalty, a suspension for uh, sucker punching a guy isn't the same as, you know, boarding or, right. or fighting or whatever. So, you know, they, they draw all these little lines that it, it does make it hard to follow as far as what should the punishment be. Um, and they obviously they treat the postseason completely differently than the regular season, whereas a 10-game you know, suspension in the regular season – might be three, might be four, you know, whatever. So um, it's it's hard to follow. I, I think, you know, at the same time, he's one of the primary players. I don't know if that – that probably doesn't save him from any, uh, you know, discipline, but I think that's going to be part of it. And I think it's just kind of a hard line to, to draw, especially when the guys on the ice aren't, aren't really doing anything about it, you know, with the whistles. Right. I have, I have a coworker who says, you know, no one's going to – do anything about uh, Marchand when you know you have Zdeno Chara blocking him? I mean, I mean, is that part of the deal that people just like okay, Mar- Marchand's just going to be Marchand, and you know we don't really want to get into a fight because uh, Zdeno Chara is going to kick all our asses. I mean, I, I don't think you could. I don't think you could necessarily rule that out by any means. So. Uh, Boston right now is taking control of this series against Carolina. Carolina looked like they had things, maybe could steal a game in Boston, game one. Uh, then the floodgates opened up. Boston won, I believe, what, 5-2. to two. They blew the doors off Carolina in game two, six to 6-2. And currently up with just a few minutes left in the third period, 2-1 to one, down there in, Carol, uh, in Raleigh right now. So... Barring a, f- a completely unforeseen circumstance, Boston is going to waltz their way into the final when this uh, when we reconvene next week to talk about the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's it's some of the things we were concerned about heading into this series. You know, uh, the goaltending had kind of been you know too good to be true. Uh, you know, they're they're playing a much more physical team in Boston than they probably uh, had dealt with in the first two rounds. So a team that's a little bit more seasoned, a little more polished, a little more. Uh, used to, to seeing uh, 
deep runs in the playoffs, and I think that's sort of paying dividends. Also, uh, Boston's a deeper team. You know, it, yep. uh, you know, right or wrong, the Wild uh, fans know about Charlie Coyle. I mean, the fact that he's playing, you know, third line minutes, you know, not doesn't have to be one of their primary guys. That's a huge, huge asset for a team because when he does have it figured out, that's a huge boost uh, for them. So. You know, they made the goalie change uh, heading into game three. Uh, it's a 2-1 game, so I guess you can't necessarily blame it. Uh, you know, you can say that that worked, but um, that's that's certainly one thing we're going to have to keep an eye on the rest of the series, and I don't know if there is any salvaging. I, c- I could see Carolina uh, grabbing game four, but this is probably not a series that goes uh, much past five. Well, so. they, they talked about eating the poop sandwich after game yes. two and then yes. coming back uh so obviously better efforts it's easier to do that at home but it appears that they're just simply overmatched uh by a, a better and as you said a deeper boston bruins team the western conference final is I, go- I will i will just say i yeah. look forward to carolina winning this game tonight in double overtime after we hang up uh on the phone here so. <laughs> um the western conference final appears to be a, a as evenly contested as possible uh given what transpired in the first two games in san jose uh and now that you go to st louis that the series evened up 1-1 i would think that san san jose appears to have perhaps the more superstars we had mentioned you know you had mentioned a few of them before you know the thorntons the brent burns uh eric carlson just joined the the team from ottawa here in 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 the offseason and but yet, St. Louis, there's just something about them. Dead last in the Western Conference at one point earlier this season. And they're just knocking on the door of a Stanley Cup final appearance. And I think it's going to be very tough, but I see this series probably going the distance with how evenly matched it appears both of these teams are. Yeah, I would agree. And then the one thing that I think has caught my attention um, is the, the goaltending in this series. You know, Martin Jones was the guy who has ran hot and cold in these playoffs even. Um, we certainly saw all of that in the first series and, and more of it uh, in in uh, the second series as well against Colorado. Um, so they need Martin Jones. I mean, I think it's clear that he's going to be the key to, to however far they go. Um, they had sort of that weird letdown in game two where they came back to tie the game and then all of a sudden you know, St. Louis uh, knocked in a, a couple goals and that was the game. So um, they have to feel like they let one get away. St. Louis... Um, I know last week we talked about how they've been so good on the road. So getting the, the split in that series uh, before they take it home is a big step forward for them. And um, if they are our deeper team when they have it all figured out. Um, the goaltender Bennington um, is starting. You're starting to see some cracks early in the, yep. in the playoffs. He was he was pretty uh, stone cold, and now uh, he's getting beat a little bit more. So I, to me, that's what makes the goaltending. Uh, situation so interesting because I think you've got these two guys are closer to an even level you don't have anybody playing you know 930 save percentage goal goaltending right now right. I mean, it's, it's going to be a case where guys are going to let some through we're going to see some scoring and I agree with you I think this is probably at least a six game series and more likely seven which is great I mean yep I and I, I you know who knows what that means for likely Boston I mean do you want to sit for six days, eight days, however long it's going to be, uh, waiting for the other this, the other series to end. I suppose at this point of the year, it can't hurt to right. have the rest. But um, they've been running hot. They've been running really well. So you know, they may be in a situation where they want to keep playing. 
Yeah, I think I kind of lean towards you would much rather have the rest than you know. But again, momentum is a is a fickle thing, especially in the NHL when you have a goalie who can be so hot and dominant in one game and then so bad the next night. Uh, yeah. So it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what happens. I'm going to take. I think I'm going to take the Blues in seven, winning on the road, though I don't feel very good about that. What do you think is going to be the end result of this series? I honestly, I don't even remember what I said last week, but I'm saying Sharks in six. Okay. Uh, because uh, I, I do have a sense that their big guns are going to are gonna deliver in this series. Martin Jones, I, I think, has shown enough uh, to prove that they'll, they'll be a Stanley Cup final team. And I, I do believe... Uh, what was it, a few years ago that the uh, Sharks played the Penguins, right? Yes. So yep. uh, they would get a crack at another black and gold team uh, this go-around. What so. do you think is the most com- would be the most compelling Stanley Cup final matchup that we could get? Well, I mean, I think St. Louis is interesting, for sure, because you're you're looking at a uh, you know 50-year drought. This is a team that's been around since the mid-60s, has never really had real big fits of, of success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, St. Louis is, you'd rather have that over Carolina if we're, if we're going to play the market uh, size game. And, uh, so I think, and I, you know, you could make the argument too, that, uh, it's, it's been a better division. You know, St. Louis is probably a, a more, a little bit better battle tested, uh, club than, than, uh, San Jose. We've seen San Jose before, um, and they've got some baggage there, but I think the players for San Jose are more popular. Um, and I'm, I guess I'm just going to already operating under the assumption that that uh, the team we're going to see is uh, is Boston from the yep. East. So I think Boston St. Louis is probably your most captivating uh, captivating final. Well, we shall see if it happens, and uh, we'll talk about it next week. Here, I think we'll have the we'll have the matchup determined at that time, and then Stanley Cup final. And it's always great hockey to watch. the The playoffs have been great. No doubt about it uh, throughout the season. It's just, like you said, it's been a little difficult, especially with no wild in there. But, uh, you know, just some of these teams, it, it, it's just a little more difficult. But uh, Well, and I mean, think of how many years we've had uh, Crosby, you know, late in the playoffs. And if we had, didn't have Crosby, we've had Ovechkin, mm-hmm. um, where that rivalry's really carried us. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, everybody sort of banked on them being around here yep. you know, this time of year. And they were gone in, in no time. So yep, um, Predators as well too. With the, yeah, like PK Predators Subban. are a team that's been popular. Blackhawks, obviously. Yep. You know, year in and year out, there's a reason they put those guys in the uh, the Winter Classic every year. So those teams are are popular, and uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, the Canadian drought continues as well. So um, I'm sure you know they've got their fair share of people that are going to be watching closely, regardless. But they don't have a team in it uh, again. Uh, you know, at this point of the season. We shall see what happens uh, throughout the rest of these series and then heading into the Stanley Cup Final. And Marcus, I always appreciate the time, my friend. And uh, we'll chat next week about the Stanley Cup Final. Should be a good one. Take care, man. Thank you. Marcus Traxler, Mitchell, Daily Republic, kind enough to spend a few minutes with us. Talk hockey playoffs. He is our resident, Barry Melrose. And that's an ultimate compliment. Because Barry Melrose is... Not only the one of the best, the best NHL analysts out there, he's one of the best analysts. Period. Like between him and Jay Billis, like that's Mount Rushmore right there. 
carve out a couple other ones if you want. Uh, Boston has won 2-1 to one over Carolina, so they take a 3-0 series lead. And with that, that wraps up this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. You know, besides the playoffs, not a whole lot going on. Pelicans, again, win the NBA Draft Lottery. Thank goodness it wasn't the Lakers or the Knicks, uh, though the Knicks and the Lakers are 3-4 and four respectively. So um, we shall see what happens. See what happens in the NBA Eastern Western Conference Finals. We'll see what happens in the Stanley Cup uh, Eastern Western Conference Finals. We'll have that matchup determined next week. Unlikely to see the uh, West the NBA Final uh, matchup determined, but you never know. With that being said, this has been the this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Nathan Sacken saying thank you for listening. You can always find us again on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block. Follow me on Twitter at Andy Stacken, Travis, Travis Krins, Marcus, Marcus Traxler. And uh, I better have gotten that right this week. Uh, and also follow me on Facebook, Nathan Sacken, link to the podcast post middle to later part of each week. Yes, the handle is at Marcus Traxler. So definitely give him a follow, uh, especially if you're interested in what's going on in uh, the Mitchell area. I the local sports scene. Thank you again for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast, and we will talk to you again next week with plenty of NHL and NBA playoff talk, baseball sprinkled in as well. Maybe Tiger Woods will win another major. Hopefully he does. Fortunately, I'll take the field. But uh, go Tiger. Go sports. You've been listening to another edition in this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Have a good week, everyone.